Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Another fun-filled, exciting episode of the Cutting Out Early podcast. We are on episode number 47 here, recording December 2nd. Episode 7 of season 2. You're right. Episode 7 of season 2. It's a big moment. Huge moment. Um, The palindrome date that we're recording on, the 12th. That's right. I'm sorry, the 2nd of December, 2021. Which will probably never happen again in another million years. Who knows? Well, that's pretty cool. Do, do you know what a palindrome is, Zach? When it's the same forward as it is backwards. Yeah. Yeah, like race car. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you get rid of the 20 before the 21, in 2021, you got to get rid of the 2-0, and then it's a palindrome. But if you keep the 20 in there, then it is not a palindrome. You see what I'm saying? We don't like to get into semantics like that. Oh, sorry. Like that. <laughs> confusing uh, everyone. I'm really sorry. We have Zach Montgomery here to my left. We have Alex Newth on the Zoom call. And we have Max Major here, yours truly. Uh, and we have a special guest as well, uh, Becca. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably be chiming in throughout the show. I'm sure there's plenty of takes that we will have that uh, we welcome all opinions. Our first in-person guest. I'm what? honored to be here. <laughs> is that true, Zach? That is true. I guess you're right. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. We have uh, a lot to get into. We unfortunately did not have a chance to record last week which is too bad it was thanksgiving uh, we, I were hope being, everyone... we were being responsible yeah we were well, I, I hope everyone enjoyed their holiday i'm sure people had time off and um maybe got some shopping done i mean it was black friday and cyber monday anyone get any shopping did done? you go on did you go for cyber monday or wait i was cyber Mon- friday i was cyber mondaying online i mean just browsing i bought some stuff i mean there's some good deals out there but what'd you get um, yeah, just some gifts for some people. That's good. I'm not going to get went into shopping. specifics. <laughs> you, I, went, you went shopping on Black Friday? I did. I went early. I went, I think I got there at 8.15. I only spent about two hours. I thought Black Friday shopping, you're supposed to get there at four in the morning and no. like get, getting those yeah, fights. Yeah, I think it's done by 8.15. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I was there early. People, like, it was much busier after I left. I only went to a couple of stores that I wanted to go and that was it. Do, do you think Black Friday, the, the whole allure of it is kind of winding down because you remember like 10 years ago people were like doors open 6 p.m thanksgiving and it would like re- like are you serious you're opening then <laughs> i mean it, it seemed like the the openings just got sooner and sooner and sooner and they would all of a sudden spill into thanksgiving where they would open at midnight or 10 p.m or something and it was just like are you kidding me but today i feel like people are just getting sick of it like at some point they're like no, we're not going shopping at at six in the afternoon, six in the evening on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Give me a break. I think with COVID, it seems more like that. But years past, I would say like three years ago, I had, like I knew people that actually did that. Really? Like, I think my cousin, 
uh, had like friends who who went like shopping the night before night of Thanksgiving. They like throw down dinner and then just leave. Mm-hmm. I just feel like <laughs> shovel a, it down. I feel like there's been a movement where people are like taking a stand where we're not going to shop on Black Friday or we're gonna, not going to shop on Thanksgiving holidays. It's like, it's supposed to be a holiday with your family. You're supposed to spend time with people. You're not supposed to be shopping. Becca was saying that, uh, like, she was going to some stores, like, Banana Republic wasn't even open until 10. Yeah. Like, 10 a.m. Isn't that wild? Well, that's maybe that's the new trend. People yeah. are saying, you know, we're not going to get into this. We're not going to do that. But, um, no, I did not go shopping on Black Friday. What about um, you, Alex? I think Black Friday. I did not go... I was online shopping a little bit. I do think Black Friday shopping is dying down a bit. And I've seen some headlines like that Yeah, on Twitter and various news sources. I've got an article pulled up right now from a local NBC station saying, is the traditional Black Friday dead? Um, and Hopefully. I, wow. I think it's mainly just because people are online shopping so much. I mean, I, I think it might have something to do with people trying to save their holidays but i also think everyone's just online shopping a lot more these days let the bitch walk <laughs> how did that fit what i don't want the the traditional black friday let the bitch walk can i hear it again that that was i love that drop it is a good one let the bitch walk <laughs> uh thank you terry foster <laughs> uh but i mean it, there's all those deals everyone's you know doing all those shopping. I will say this. There are plenty of people writing about shopping and writing about the best deals throughout Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So, USA Today. I, I Some people have opinions about it. I read it all the time. I think it's a great source online. It, 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 it spans the gamut of, of media information. This is where a Thanksgiving girl came from, right? The Thanksgiving yeah. Trends girl? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Reputable yeah. source. Exactly. But, so there's a lot of readers for the USA Today. The 10 most popular products USA Today readers bought throughout Black Friday and Cyber Monday this year. Does anyone have a guess what could have been number one this year for Cyber Monday, Black Friday? TV. TV? KitchenAid mixers. KitchenAid mixers. are huge. That's not bad. Alex, what do you think? Um, yeah, maybe laptops. I think TVs is number one, but I'll go laptops maybe. Number one most popular tech. item this Definitely year. Definitely tech. Well, you're right about that. The Apple AirPods Pro. Ooh. Most popular Cyber Weekend purchase oh, among USA Today readers. Not surprising. You can get them on Amazon for $197. Number two is the Revlon One-Step Hair Dryer and Volumizer. <laughs> this thing looks incredibly complicated. How uh, does that sound, Becca? <laughs> Ar- sounds lively. <laughs> they say it's arguably. Arguably. So there's people who are having vigorous arguments about this i imagine i hope so arguably the trendiest hairstyling tool of 2021 it's like the it's the blow dryer slash brush slash like is that what that what, is what is it? i don't know it's the one well, step hair dryer and volumizer yeah, what's so a volumizer you, picture like a blow dryer but it's the head of the blow dryer is actually like a bristled brush and you literally can like curl your hair while you're blow drying. There's multiple different brands, Max. I feel like you should know this. Do, do you endorse this oh, wow. product? I don't have any of them, but I can <laughs> why understand. Should I, wait a second. Why should I know <laughs> out of, this? Out of all our friends, because you read USA Today. <laughs> out of all, what? Out of all our friends, Max, you are the first one I would guess to have a blow dryer. I don't use a blow dryer. Thank you very much. You're I sure? used to a straightener. Oh, you What's used wrong to with using a blow dryer. Do you I use, use a, a blow, blow dryer? dryer? Well, that's different. Oh. Do you use a blow dryer, Alex? <laughs> No, but my hair's short <laughs> enough I don't have to. <laughs> I used to use one in high school. And uh, middle school, too. Oh, see, I knew. I knew. But I haven't middle touched school. one in a while. 
Yeah, middle school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When he had that uh, like helmet hair thing going on. Oh yeah, I was I was big. I remember one time in middle school, I I I went to school and I thought to myself, what? my hair feels really weird today. It was just like <laughs> the weirdest thing. And I I realized. I forgot to use shampoo in the shower this morning. <laughs> it was just the weirdest sensation. I had like, it felt like greasy. I'm like, what did I do? I, I have no idea. And it was just, it was the worst day. Nasty. Oh my God. One time, and then another time I used conditioner instead of shampoo. That was also a disaster. <laughs> so th- those do are my boys problems. Do use conditioner? Eh, it depends. I don't. Some Men, people do. Males. Occasionally. Yeah, Sometimes. I, I, my hair's feeling dry. If I have access to it, I will. I don't buy it myself. Number three most popular between USA Today readers is the iRobot Roomba i6 Plus. I know that's a big deal this year. I know I make bad purchases. (laughs) (laughs) Martha has a Roomba. Does she like it? She actually does like it. She, She likes to come home. But first of all, you have to understand, she loves to vacuum. Like, that's her favorite chore for cleaning is vacuuming sure she likes to see the fresh lines and the clean carpet i get that so when she comes home from wait work, if she likes it why does she have a robot do it well i think she also just likes clean carpet in general and the look of a clean freshly oh, okay. clean okay. carpet which she comes home from work and the roomba take took care of it the whole day you know cleans up some of the cat hair and whatever may be else there they're nice fresh carpet does so. it do a good job it, it does a better job than than you would guess, than I would guess. Okay. Would it, I buy so it one? does carpets and hardwood? Yeah, it does both. It transitions. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I probably wouldn't spend 550 bucks on it, but that's just me. $550? She, she got her second hand, so she has like now, a little model. Let me ask you a question, Max. Do you have to do your own vacuum to supplement the Roomba, or does it do all the vacuuming for you? It supposedly does all the vacuuming for you. When it works, when it doesn't like it die. doesn't miss any spots, it picks up everything. It's it generally, Alex, is pretty good. It does have good reviews too. People do say, you know, it's a good product, and I mean, there we go, number three purchase for this weekend. So I'm surprised by it. I'll just say that I still wouldn't buy one, but I'm surprised by it. Five hundred and fifty bucks. Wow. Ridiculous. It's supposed to charge itself, right? It like yeah. goes and docks yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. when it's tired. But sometimes it and sometimes it malfunctions. I mean, Aww. you know, and it gets stuck and it needs some help. It's like an iPhone. After a couple of years, it's like oh, this thing's piece of shit now. It's, <laughs> it's just falling apart. Got to update. Does Marta's it. have a name? Uh, I don't believe hers has a name. No. Do most oh. of them have a name? You got to name your Roomba. I think people who name their Roomba shouldn't be allowed to speak. So that's just me. <laughs> In general, their I first disagree. their first amendment rights taken it's a piece away. Of crap! It doesn't work. I'm kidding. But don't name your Roomba. That's ridiculous. Number four. <laughs> Number four. The TCL 65 inch six series 4K QLED smart TV. That was the big deal. I was close. You got it for nine hundred ninety nine dollars on Holy cow. Amazon. Um, That's an expensive TV for the 65 yeah, inch. Nowadays, that is expensive. Who's buying a TCL TV? I don't even know what that is. I, I feel like that's—I uh, don't know. That's like an off-brand, right? That's like one of those brands that Amazon only sells. It's like an—it's like a Best Buy brand. Doesn't mm. TCL hook up with the Roku? Is that what that is? Oh, oh they might. I think we have a TCL oh, TV. You actually, know what? you're right. It's got a built-in <laughs> Roku. You're right. Look at that. I thought you had a Samsung. TCL was a channel. No. Alex, you're thinking, you're thinking of TLC, which, by oh, the way, does I, have some of the best programming. I thought TLC was a band or they a are. music group. Scrubs. Okay. Is that the Isn't song that, you our, aren't you thinking of R.E.M., maybe? No, oh, TLC, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Yeah. 
<laughs> is that true? I think it's the people who sing Scrubs. Uh, well, with that being said, um, got me thinking of TLC. My Thousand Pound Sisters, My 600 Pound Life, Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, it's that channel. Extreme Couponing, no, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, you love your 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I do. I can't wait for the new season to start. I love a, um, what is it? I love a Mama's Boy is one of their new shows. That's like their new hit. <laughs> It's, sorry, say it again. What's it called? I love a mama's boy. I okay. think that's what it's called. The the concept is these these people are dating, like presumably like in their twenties or thirties, and the guy is just like a, the biggest mama's boy you can imagine. Like he takes the mom on like intimate dates with the girlfriend, and like everything that they do, like the guy's like, oh, let's let's ask my mom if she wants to come, and it's oh just God. it's a it's a crazy concept because then the girlfriend's like. I'm dating you or your mom, and they get into all these shenanigans. It's fun, you know. It's great TV. So, I've ate her ass like ten times. Oh, no, stop that, Alex! <laughs> that was not appropriate. Shit is getting real. We're a family podcast, Alex. <laughs> Alex, can you turn your drops down just ever so slightly? Show meeting, by the Sorry. way. <laughs> We're gonna have a show meeting about this. <laughs> no, that was it. Show meeting concluded. Just oh, okay. turn your drop down. That's okay. <laughs> Number five, the Crest 3D White Professional Effects White Strips. Um, Are wow. They on sale? Uh, you can get that <laughs> kit for forty-seven dollars nine cents on Amazon. Oh, wow. It's expensive. Spectacular. Fifty-three thousand glowing reviews. A professional effects teeth whitening kit. Go figure. Number six. The Cuisinart Multi-Clad Pro Stainless Steel Cookware Set. Beautiful set. I'm a uh, Calphalon pan fan myself, but Cuisinart, Absolutely. they do a good... You, you're a Calphalon fan too, Alex? Oh, yeah. You gave me that recommendation. I bought them. I'm in love with my pan. Is, isn't that great? Are they nonstick? Of course. Oh, yeah. Then they last almost forever. I mean, they last longer than... I can most. hardly keep the food in the pan or something. <laughs> <laughs> the food just wants to shoot to the ceiling. It's unbelievable. <laughs> It's so non-stick that it hardly cooks. It's just like <laughs> floating above the pan. It's incredible. But this Cuisinart set, nice. I, I guess. I was close with the cooking utensils. Yeah, there you go. It's a nice set. It's yeah. it's all stainless steel. It looks like 248 bucks on Amazon. Number seven, the Oculus Quest 2 Ooh. virtual reality headset. Have it's, you guys tried this? No. Only 300 bucks. Cheaper than the Roomba. It's Way cheaper than the Roomba. It's really cool. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. We went to um, Thanksgiving at Becca's family's house. Um, her little cousin had it. It was a lot of fun. He was like Darth Vader. He was like battling Darth Vader in like a lightsaber battle. You They're go like, on like a jetpack and you're like zooming through cities. I like actually, you think you're actually going to like fall or something. Really? People yeah. have to like watch you to make sure you're not crashing into walls. There's this game that it has where it's like walk the plank and you're literally like out on a ledge like walking the plank and you're like taking physical steps and you're actually moving forward in the game as you're taking steps and you like, you feel like you're going to fall when you take that last step. Do you recommend it? It's I don't know if I'd pay 300 bucks for it, but it's definitely a good time. Yeah. I liked it. I wouldn't buy it either, but I, I thought it was fun. I think for a kid, it's really fun. It's I'd like, like to try thing. it. Yeah, I yeah. would like to try it at some point. As a mid-20s young lady, I probably wouldn't buy one for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, the Apple MacBook Air. So not the Pro, the Air. That's okay, the, I was close. That's the good one. 900 bucks on Amazon. Um, number nine is the WinX 5... 5500-2 air purifier. I, I just people need air. How dirty are people's air in their room or in their house? 
they need these air purifiers. I have one, but I haven't used it in a long I, time. I feel like that's becoming a huge, like, it's it's all the rage now. An air purifier. I hear so much is about it, them. Is that for, like, if you live in some sort of situation where you can't control the filter in your air conditioning or f- furnace? I would imagine so, because, yeah, most people just, you know, you replace the filter in your furnace and you're all set. Yeah, but, like an apartment or something. Also, just if it gets, if you have allergies, like for me, I use it when I have, like, allergies and it feels like it's really dusty. Well, it includes a carbon and HEPA filter, H-E-P-A, quickly cleans the air in a room, removes pollutants and chemicals, and automatically adjusts based on the air quality. Uh, So that's number nine. Sounds believable. For $160 on Amazon. Number 10, the the 10th most popular item between Black Friday and Cyber Monday for USA Today readers is the Sony 1000XM4 wireless noise-canceling headphones. So that's the new deal for two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow, it's a pricey, expensive, pricey price point for a pair of headphones. Um, but people seem to love them, so there you go. That's it. Some good ideas on there. Some good thoughts. Those are actually some good gift ideas, really. Pretty expensive, though. Yeah, they, they can be pricey. That's for sure. But it sounds like people went to town. Um, although Black Alex, do you see anything about like numbers for Black Friday shopping this year? Was it lower, bigger than normal, or is there any report oh, you're on that? Put me on the spot. I'm, no, I don't know if you have that information ready. Uh, I'll get back to you. Can you research that for me? Yeah, let me do that real quick. Quick Spe- Google search. Speaking of which, it is the second of December, and <laughs> this is kind of a personal thing, but but a lot of my family loves advent calendars. It's just a big deal for them, and. I just feel like every year there's more advent calendars. There's more advent calendars. More and more and more. What else can we throw into an advent calendar? What product can we plop in there this year? It used to be just so simple. You know, you'd have the chocolate and then, it, oh, now there's a cheese one. Now there's a wine one. There's an Irish cream one. There's still a chocolate one, but there's like 20 different varieties now. My mom bought me a socks one. A socks advent calendar? Was that last year? A lot of socks. Oh my God. It was a lot of God. socks. Was it last year or the year before? I feel like you've had them for a while. Yeah, Star what Wars. do you do with all those yeah. socks? He wore them every day. That's like a whole drawer. He had one pair a day. <laughs> what do you throw them out when you're done with them? You could. They're kind of cheap socks. They do not. They they're not very comfortable. But they were cool. Zach also has a bad habit of getting holes in his socks. So really, he does need a lot of pairs. Oh, this is so fun. Just gonna trash me on getting that. some. <laughs> dirt on it's a habit. Zach this not is much you can do about. Wow. It. This yeah. is my podcast. Well, our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Easy there. I'm just giving the people the information they want. All right. I hate to interrupt this uh, argument, but I have numbers for you. Okay. Let's hear it. So, uh, <laughs> Sorry, so um, from the beginning of November until the end of November, uh, consumers have spent $109.8 billion online. That's over. Wow. That's up over 12% over last year. Okay. But- but last year was down like 10%. So we're pretty much back to where we were. So we're getting back there. Okay. Yes. Um, Cyber Monday itself was down 1.5% from last year. Okay. So relatively close, I guess. A yeah. lot of people just got their stimulus checks last year too. Maybe had some more money burning a hole in their pocket or something. Black Friday shopping in stores drops 28% compared to 2019, so pre-pandemic levels. Hmm. Wait, but, th- this but year it was up forty-seven and a half percent compared to last year. Well, that's because nothing was open last year, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or not many, at least. Um, some of the best-selling Advent. That's interesting, actually. I'm. I mean, I'm glad it's bouncing back, but it's still not 
you know, where it should be, I guess. But it's getting there. Unless Black Friday is just dying down. Who knows? Um, but I guess Cyber Monday's still up there. Um, there's there's these luxury chocolate advent calendars. There's um, K-Cup Christmas calendars. Can you believe that? There's a Harry Potter. I actually can. That sounds like a good one. That, that wouldn't be bad. Because you have bad. your cup of coffee every morning, yeah. so you might as well make it an advent calendar. <laughs> there's a Harry Potter advent calendar. There's Lego advent calendars. There's even dog advent calendars. I don't know. I just I just feel like some people get really into them, and it's kind of taking over their life. So just saying. <laughs> it's just crazy now. What is what is the Harry Potter one? Like a daily offensive quote from jk rowling the, the calendar shows iconic moments from the beloved franchise and had has tons of surprises unique keepsakes and collectibles to keep us busy through december uh only 18- each day is a new twist on a character oh today dumbledore's gay <laughs> could you imagine man that would be some crazy bob i'd love some harry potter bombshells to be put into these advent calendars i mean talk about increasing sales my God. Well, they have that. They have an advent calendar for everything. So tw- hot sauce advent calendars. I'm reading it. There's tons of them. The, the hot today, sauce? The Today Show posted just a ton of different advent calendars and people just going nuts for them. Nuts. So that's Do you have it. to go through the whole bottle of hot sauce on that day? Um, Probably like little min- minis. Well, if you don't go through it, then you're just a pussy. So, you know, no big deal. <laughs> I mean, if that's what you want to be labeled as when you're buying a hot sauce <laughs> calendar... <laughs> I mean, come on! But then again, who's buying a hot sauce calendar? <laughs> who's buying these anyway? I, I mean, I, I maybe a few. You got to well. get them soon. I mean, it's already I think started. George Brett would buy a hot sauce calendar. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I shit my pants last night. <laughs> I don't know. I think these are some Great. of these are pretty cool. Water. No Great setup, Alex. That was perfect. <laughs> that that was professional radio right there. <laughs> Thanks. I'm really good at my job. I get paid a lot to do it. All right. Um, well, I know that there's a bunch of of, of college football that we want to get into. There, there really is a, a bunch of stories today that, that we do want to talk about, um, college football being a big part of that. But I have to mention, I don't want to spend much time on this because it's just a horrible story. But we had the Oxford school shooting on Tuesday and I just, I, I'm, all I want to say is that my hearts go out to those family. It's, it's crazy when you hear about any school shooting on the news, but it, it feels even more real when it's, you know, very close to home. It's just, you know, you, you, your heart got to go out, you know, for those families and, and everybody around there. There's like copycat threats happening now. 60 plus schools closed today. 60 plus schools wow. close today, which is unbelievable. Just from people making threats. There's been a few arrests, I believe. Um, but, I mean, like I said, there's not really much you can say about it. You know, we're not a political podcast. I don't want to get into any of that. It's just my heart goes out to those families and that entire community. It's a, it's a, it's a great town. I love Oxford. They have a great bunch of restaurants, great people. Every time I've been in Oxford, I'm like, this is such a cool town. Um, so my heart just goes out to everybody there. And I think I speak for everybody here because yeah. it just, it sucks, man. It just sucks. Yeah. We definitely echo that. And I, I hope that's really the takeaway from this and people not trying to get cloud or clicks or whatever. It just, it sucks period. And it's, it's a horrible situation. So that's that. Um, with that being said, we had a very, very exciting weekend last weekend. I, I for think at least one person on the show. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fight on. <laughs> well, two actually, yeah. I, I no, I think this was perfect. This is Michigan. <laughs> so we had what I think was probably what? Would you say, Zach, Michigan's best win since Jim Harbaugh's been there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Their only good win since Jim Harbaugh's been there. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think so. I mean, people were saying his Penn State win the weekend before that, but I think they were really stretching. This is his only good win. His only good win? Yeah. What about, well, he's beaten the Spartans a few times, right? Well, yeah, when we had bad teams. Oh, God, I hate this version. Why is it what, so this long? version? You mean the fight song? The, the whole, only version? Yeah, just, just play the short part. Unless this vomit it has in the beginning. <laughs> I like how Valenny always said, it sounds like a bunch of clowns are marching into this. <laughs> this beginning of the song, it just has that weird feel to it. It does feel like a circus song. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michigan did beat Ohio State by a, a pretty good margin. What, what was the final score? 40... 42-27. was a good game. I watched the whole thing at the Village Grill. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The place was just packed. People were cheering. People were getting into it. I mean, it was a, it was an experience. I'll say that. It was... It was. I, I would have left if I was there. <laughs> I didn't. I, I turned it off at the end. I couldn't finish it. You guys are babies. <laughs> we didn't watch the whole game. The last, like, three minutes we turned it off because... Oh. It was it. I'll, I gotta give him credit, okay? It was a straight up beatdown by U of M. I don't think I've ever seen an OSU team look so pathetic on <laughs> national TV than what U of M did to them on that Saturday. It was it was Dude, horrible. It was bad. It was straight up domination on both the lines. Uh, what was it? Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks, and he had like a record setting thirteen QB pressures or something ridiculous oh, like that. No. Um, Haskins had 169 yards, up. over 200 rushing yards. He had Alex, the... Alex, Alex, calm down. You're 26 years old. Be an adult. I want, I want to I'm say this. Throw up. I do want to. Jesus Christ. I do want to say this one thing. What a baby. Uh, Hassan Haskins had like, um, well, they had like over 200 yards rushing total between the two running backs, but it was something like 150 of them were before con, like before any contact. So they. Wow. That's would, an offensive line for you. Right yeah, there. it was. Just absolutely manned off the ball, whole way. I thought yeah. OSU looked absolutely pathetic. It was not like they thought they walked in there, and I guess maybe they thought like U of M would bend over for them or something. That is not the case. It was it was it was impressive. It was very impressive from U of M. Should Hutchinson be scouted by the Lions? Is is he a potential top draft pick? They're talking about it now. He's like up there with uh, Thibodeau and and Hutchinson. Dude, he do you think he's the best player in the Big Ten? No, I think Kenneth Walker is. Yeah, You're I would agree with that. Is Hutchinson number two? Come on! Does Hutchinson have more value at the next level? Yeah, I think that's hard to debate. But as far as best football players, I think Kenneth, Kenneth Walker's better. I mean, you guys are biased, obviously. Just but. Kenneth Walker does it all by himself. He didn't that's have true. A single, he didn't have a single offensive lineman on any of the uh, Big Ten, all Big Ten teams. And he was still the yeah. best running back in the country. It's it's so fun to watch Hutchinson play, though. But then again, it's it's fun to watch Walker play too. I agree. I think he is a an immense talent. I'm not discounting that at all. But you know, it's it's apples and oranges. I, I mean, think two sides of the field. They're both in Heisman talks now. So. Sure, sure, they should Which be. I think is silly. Sorry. Why? I don't Why? think Hutchinson should be considered for the Heisman. 
Why? He doesn't. His defensive numbers are good. He's a great player. And he should be considered for all the defensive accolades, but they're they're not like season-changing numbers, especially even from a defensive standpoint. They're not. His defensive line partner, Ajibo, or Ajabo, yeah, Ajabo, has very similar numbers. They're not that different, and his numbers are very similar to like Kenny Willick a couple of years ago. The thing is, Alex, is he has the uh, the Michigan brand behind him. So I know, especially with the nationally <laughs> on the game, and that's why he's got a lot of hype behind him. And honestly, he got the hype at the right time. Like this is when the voting starts. This is when everybody starts talking about this. So did, did you write this, Zach? What? Fans continue to be insufferable. Exhibit A, Max. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I, I How about I Exhibit A? <laughs> Listen, there's tons of U of M fans that I don't like. I think they're annoying. I think they're assholes. I think they're arrogant. I think a lot of it is very undeserved arrogance. Like, you don't deserve to be that arrogant when the team's been shit in the bed for a few years now. So, I agree with that. I don't think I fall out of that category. Just saying. Son of a bitch. Right, you should let others uh, <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> Well, they're Big Ten champions now. Yeah, the first time in like seventeen years or something like that. I don't know. The exact no, they're not date. Big Ten champions yet. Oh, that's true. I you know, I was such a joke. This is Michigan. The whole Big Ten East West, excuse me, the Big Ten West is just an absolute joke. What's the spread on that game? Did they? It's have like one? ten. Well, Michigan's gonna kill them. It's like ten. Yeah, they are a hundred percent. They better. They better. What if Michigan loses? That would be that would be actually I don't. Does want, Iowa go to the uh, the playoffs? No, they don't. It that would be the worst case scenario. I Could think. Could you imagine if Michigan loses? Is there no Big Ten team in the playoffs? Uh, I mean, yeah. Is, is, no, there there wouldn't be. No, so, there couldn't be. Okay, so let me ask. Okay, I don't even want to ask you this. You're not rooting for Michigan this weekend, are you? No, absolutely not. I no, I think I am. Okay. Well, Alex, no. this is why. Because Al, Alex, Alex, you're so blinded by the green and white. You can't get over your little feud. You can't why be an can't adult I, why about can't it. I root against Michigan. I think it's perfectly fine to root against Michigan. That's fine. I mean, I guess, but I just think it's a little immature. But just saying. No, I don't, I don't care. A Michigan fan wouldn't root for Ohio State. Well, that's an true. Ohio State fan wouldn't root for Michigan. Why do I have to root for Michigan? This is why I'd root for Michigan State if they were playing. Now, see, Zach, I agree with the point you're about to make that it would mean that we would have a really low talent pool in this year's playoff. <laughs> Is and that I agree why? With that. <laughs> Is that your reason why? Is he right? What? No, what Alex gonna, just said. Zach's gonna say oh, no, no, I wasn't going to say that, but that is true. What's your point then? Why are you rooting for them? Well, if U of M loses, they do not go to the playoff, and Iowa would probably get a New Year's Six. U of yeah. M would likely get a New Year's Six. And Ohio State would probably have a better bid for a New Year's Six than Michigan State. And I think if that's the case, Michigan State would miss out on a New Year's Six, which um, I, I know I've heard a lot of people say, like, I'd rather go to the Red Box Bowl than, you know, have Michigan <laughs> win a Big Ten championship. But I think it's much I, – I heard this really interesting take the other day, and it was basically – it was on one of my – I was listening to an MSU podcast, so it was a little biased. But Is this a hot take coming up? No, it was it was just interesting. They were saying the places that Michigan State wants to go with their program, we shouldn't really be as concerned with U of M as we usually are. And we're trying to recruit at a national level, and we're trying to do things at a national scale now, and not necessarily yeah. just be the best in the state. We want to be one of the best in the country and win a national ta- championship yeah. eventually. So it at the end of the day, U of M is our main rival, and we should treat them as such, but it's... 
okay that they did this because they're not our goal anymore. Our goal is bigger than that. Michigan wow. State's goal. That was really Michigan profound. State's goal. Yeah. Okay. okay, I see what so, you're saying. So I understand. <laughs> Becca, do you and agree actually, with that? that, does, that <laughs> it makes a lot of sense because my viewpoint comes from a standpoint of pettiness. <laughs> of course it does. But what else is new? <laughs> But the real thing, the <laughs> real goal is for Michigan State to improve as a program. And to do that, I should want us to go to a New Year's Six Bowl because that elevates the program. Yeah. Yeah. And compete. Well, and the only thing you can say, which I, I think is very true, is that Michigan and, yeah! is Michigan, and Michigan State are going to be competing for the same recruits in a lot of cases. And even though Michigan itself is a poor like recruit state like it's not a very not not many big recruits come out of the state of michigan um well not um, recently if michigan becomes a top tier program consistently again no no i'm talking i'm talking about like michigan high school football oh i see what you're not saying. a good spot for recruits okay, i see what it's you're not saying. like a los angeles or a <laughs> or texas or florida yeah. alabama yeah Georgia. or even ohio lsu or louisiana yeah, yeah exactly oh man where football is like a religion but yeah like on a national scale we are probably going to have to be competing for the same recruits you know more or less yeah so sure sure this is so of... wouldn't we want Michigan to lose because it makes them look worse? What do you think, Becca? I think Zach had a profound point. Oh! <laughs> but only because, only because I know how Zach feels about U of M. <laughs> and for him to actually want them to do well for the benefit of Michigan State going to a New Year's Six Bowl, I think takes a lot of chutzpah, shall we say, <laughs> for him to be... Uh, on Michigan's side. But I was going to say, this is kind of irrelevant. Something I just learned Iowa does is the wave. Have you heard of that? Like, they t- all in the stadium, they all turn around at home games and face the children's hospital, and they wave at oh, all the Oh, yeah, kids. yeah, 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 yeah. I just learned that recently. I thought that I thought was you meant just, the wave like no, no, no. the... <laughs> like, in the stadium, they stand up during the game, and they all turn around and face the children's hospital yeah. that looks over the stadium. Don't they do that every game? Yes, but I didn't know about that. And mm-hmm. I thought it was just the sweetest thing. It is a sweet so thing. So points to Iowa. <laughs> I just remember, love trumps hate. <laughs> I, Thank you, I Hillary. Do have to, I do have to somewhat root for Michigan to lose, though, because it increases Notre Dame's chances of making the playoff. Oh, that's a whole other story. We'll get Poor to Notre them. Dame. No. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> yeah, Alex, how do you feel about that? Um, You know, it, to- it caught me totally off guard. Uh, we're talking about Brian Kelly leaving uh, in the middle of the night, basically for LSU. <laughs> right. Absolutely, absolutely no, no warning. Um, it caught me off guard, and I was upset about it. But I'm happy with how things have turned out, and I actually think in the long run it'll be better for the program. So I'm perfectly happy with the outcome, even though I was definitely shocked and upset when it first happened. Um, how do you feel about the speculation that John Gruden will be the next coach for Notre Dame football? <laughs> no, he's not. They've already what announced a... the new f- football coach. That's why I'm saying I'm happy with the outcome. Wait, is it announced? Well, Did it's they not announce announced, it? but it's it's very likely going to happen pending like formality. Who is it? It's Marcus Freeman. He was uh, ND's uh, defensive coordinator. He's like an expert. He's a great defensive coordinator. And he's a great recruiter, apparently. He's like the key reason why Notre Dame has a top five class coming in. Am I right, Alex? Yeah, exactly. He's our defensive coordinator. He's 35 years old. Um, he played at Ohio State. He coached at Cincinnati. He was Cincinnati's defensive coordinator. And now he's been Notre Dame's defensive coordinator for only 
a year or two, I think. But he's very, very highly thought of. And, uh, I mean, they've been talking about him becoming a head coach and getting an opportunity to do that pretty much any time now. So there were worries that he might get poached from us at the end of the season. So, Well, Brian the, Kelly already tried to take him to LSU, right? right. He yeah, said but he, then he might get poached for a head coaching position. Yeah. Do you feel so, betrayed by Brian Kelly, Alex? Personally, as an, as an alum? No, I just don't understand his decision, really. Uh, I, think all, I think it's all about the dollars and cents. Down at the bayou. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Notre Dame could have paid him whatever he wanted. And, I mean... Publicly, he, he's making like $3 million a year at Notre Dame. But really, because Notre Dame doesn't have to disclose everything he's making, he's probably making closer to 7 at Notre Dame. Yeah. And when you're thinking about a 7 or a $9.5 million job, I mean, well, is the difference really all that great? And the fact that I think Notre Dame could have matched or increased his salary if he had asked or if Notre Dame even wanted him to stick around. Maybe he did ask and they wouldn't. From what I right. heard, from what I heard, that with the so he's guaranteed nine point five, but with his incentives, he could get close to fifteen. Yeah, at, at, at Louisiana, at LSU. Okay. Um, I do think that one thing that would be a good reason to switch is that LSU is the only college football like uh, program in the state of Louisiana, and Louisiana is a huge football state. And oh, yeah. so, yeah, okay. and their their past three coaches have won a national championship, mostly on, I think Alex told me this, mostly on in-state recruiting. So you can win a national championship with just Louisiana, and I think that's what makes it such an attractive job. Yeah, I absolutely. That. I agree. He doesn't, he doesn't have I to agree. really try that hard to recruit. I mean, he can just walk into LSU's backyard and eat some gumbo at a recruit's house and <laughs> yeah. you know, climb have a trees, top five recruiting class have in the a country. Sl- have a sleepover in the backyard and tents. Yeah, you don't have to fight the OSUs, the U of M's, the Michigan States for your Midwest recruits anymore. You know, yeah, I mean, you have- Notre Dame's top recruits right now are coming from Georgia, Florida, California, You know, all the big recruiting hotbeds. So he's had to fight really hard to get them. Plus, he has to deal with pretty – high academic expectations at Notre Dame that recruits don't always like to deal with. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of hurdles he has that he won't have at LSU. Yeah, I heard about that too. I heard there's a there's a decent amount of uh, academic restrictions oh, at sure. Notre Dame. So. All yeah, right. The, the football coach doesn't have any control over admissions at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. which okay. is a big difference. Um, Really quick, Alex, I just had a question for you because there's there's a few other college football things I know you guys want to get to. Do you see U of M? And I don't want you to give your little biased, annoying, I'm going to puke oh opinion. God. I'm not always biased. No, no, I no. Just... I, want you to, I want you to tell me sincerely, do you think U of M has a chance to win the national championship this year or can they still not contend with the big dogs? Um. So... This is wow. kind of what I was alluding to. With I really Zach's. got you on that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just trying to think of how to frame this. So this is kind of what I thought Zach's point was going to be, that if Michigan lost, then the talent pool in the playoff would be really low because I think overall the talent in college football at the top is lower than it usually is, or maybe the parity is greater, I guess, or less. How does that work? Anyway, <laughs> so U of M's wins, if they get there, are not going to be as impressive because we're already saying that the talent pool is lower. No, I'm just saying they would have an easier path once they get to the playoff than most years. You know, most okay. years you have Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State all look incredible, like yeah. the best teams in the country. But this year, 
you know, Georgia's really good, but their offense is fallible. Their defense is amazing. But Alabama has looked troubled. Um, and whoever else they play, the fourth team, Cincinnati, you know, they're weak. You know, so if, if one of those teams loses, like say Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC championship, so Alabama won't be in the playoff. And you'll have, what, Georgia, Cincinnati, Michigan, and like maybe Oklahoma State or Notre Dame. Well, then you're looking at a pretty easy path for Michigan to get to the championship game. And once you're at the championship game, anything can happen. Yeah, all bets are off. It's a 60-minute game, yeah. So I think, I mean, if you want to really root against Michigan, you have to root for Alabama against Georgia because I think Alabama, if they're in the playoff, poses a problem because they always do. Just sounds too confusing. Just root for Michigan this weekend and you'll be fine. I think everyone (laughs) should get on board. Well, I think Michigan fans should really pay attention. To this weekend, this is this weekend's huge for them. Oh, I know. I, know. I mean, they got. If you guys play, if they end up, you guys. Keeping, I'm not you guys. If they keep Cincinnati at three and Michigan two, yeah, you guys are gonna be great. <laughs> you did it again. But <laughs> stop! I didn't go there. I mean, I mean what I say. My good God. Um, but if Alabama ends up in like number one and beats Georgia, and then Georgia drops to like two or three and Michigan drops or whatever happens. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Then it's going to be, it'll be a more interesting game for you guys, but God. I'm sorry, Max. It's just gotta, I, I, I cannot associate myself with you. <laughs> You're such a baby. You're such a baby. <laughs> Everyone here is. Oh, what's going on? That's a work call. Oh, sorry. Alex! <laughs> <laughs> thought it was me and i felt <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> it was not me uh i'm i'm really glad that you had that right up to the mic alex that was perfect well, it was wow laptop. No, it wasn't up to the mic it was through my laptop that was through your laptop yeah boy yeah oh, boy do you have a mac yeah i learned so prior to residency interviews because we're all Ooh. doing zoom I had yeah, to. Yeah, I know. I can. I yeah, can turn can, my. Yeah, you can like mute. I had to mute it just in case. So I've, yeah, it's on. Do not disturb. I. I I've been in a lecture can't. before where my like on a Zoom where all the classmates are there, and one of our classmates was like texting me, and I had to talk out loud, and he kept texting. It was dinging every five seconds I was talking. <laughs> the professor was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so I had to silence those things. Great heavens! What kind of radio show is this? <laughs> So, um, anyway, big weekend for yeah. U of M. And okay. what else, college football wise, do you want to get to? Is there anything with Michigan State? Or, I mean, I mean, there's not much to say. I, what was the final score? It was they beat uh, Penn State. They were actually uh, four point underdogs to Penn State oh, because yeah? there was like some flu outbreak that like moved the line like five oh, points. Jeez, how convenient on uh, Friday night. But um, someone's laughing all the way to the bank on that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, MSU won, finished out, got a 10-win season. Uh, Mel Tucker's the fastest MSU coach to 10 wins. Ooh. He officially, uh, or he was named Big Ten Coach of the Year Ooh. right after signing, officially signing his big deal. So um, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot to say. We have a we do have the worst secondary in the uh, country, and <laughs> Penn State decided not to throw the ball at the end there, which was really interesting. But hey. Uh, Franklin's going to be there for a while, and it sounds like he's going to do a great job for us. So <laughs> we're we're okay with keeping him. I, I guess this question is more for you, Alex. I don't know if you have a take on this. Scotty Hazelton's the defensive coordinator, 
And I've heard it both ways where people like want him gone and some people are like, well, Pat Narduzzi, before he was great, he didn't get his players in there and then he was the best in America or yeah. something like that. Do you think that Scotty Hazleton should be kept around after this year? Um, I don't know. I don't think I have a take on that. I think my take is that Mel Tucker is a defensive guy, so he knows how to evaluate the coaching that his defensive coordinator is doing and the coaching that his defensive backs coach is doing, especially. Um, so I don't really have a take on that, but I think whatever Mel decides to do, we got to have faith in. <laughs> so trust Sorry. in Mel. Trust Sorry, in Mel. I know it's not much of a take, but I, I really don't know. <laughs> it's just interesting. It, it I've heard people say, like, there's no way that Michigan State, even though we are the worst secondary in the country, there's no way we have the worst talent in the country. Like, there's going to no. be a MAC team. There's going to be some garbage team that is worse than us. And it's probably more of a scheme thing than anything else that's causing these issues. And I, I think we have some transfers that came in and might be very new to the system and we were, you know, back on DBs. But it's just interesting that, you know, maybe a little bit more should be put on the scheme than and no adjustments were made throughout the year. Yeah. Then yeah. it's gotta be scheme because we have one of the best pass rushes in the country. Yeah. So, so how how can we be getting beat deep all the time, but also be getting to the quarterback frequently? Yeah, I, I, you know, that's tough. That's tough. I don't know. I, I, he'll probably stay for another year, I'd imagine, especially for the recruiting standpoint, just to show stability in the program and everything. But um, I, I, I've heard good arguments for getting rid of him too. So I, it's just interesting to think about. And I, I think you're right, Alex. I think we have to trust in Tucker, especially with trust um, in Tucker. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, the way he's turned it around so fast. I mean, there's still a ten win team, right? <laughs> But uh, we'll see. We'll see. And there sure. were only two teams that really were able to take advantage of it for wins, Purdue and Ohio State. And you know the talent Ohio State has, and you know how Purdue is when they play top teams. Yeah. So the fact that only two teams were able to take advantage of the worst secondary in America, I think says something. I don't know what it says, but it says something. True. I do want to mention one more college football thing. Yeah, please. It's another coaching carousel thing. Um, our guest, so. our guest, uh, Becca here, she is from the great school of the University of Southern California. Fight on. And they what recently. Is, that's the slogan, yeah. fight on. Mm-hmm. And they the recently. The school of the University of yeah. Southern <laughs> The best school great in intro. Southern California. Great intro, Zach. Well done. And you know what? <laughs> Five I try, stars. I, I try my best, you know? I'm just I'm only paid so much to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Great call, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but they just got Lincoln Riley. Oh, yeah? Um, True story. And they, Lincoln Riley, for those who don't know, was the coach at Oklahoma who has made the college football playoff four years. Um, it's kind of a it's a mind-boggling move because Lincoln Riley was widely regarded as one of the best coaches in America, probably had the best job security. I'm sure Oklahoma would have done whatever it took to keep him. But yet, uh, he ends up going He's to got, Oklahoma. Uh, an incredible, incredible ass. He does. I, I'm sure he does. Um, but any, he's going to uh, USC, and he at, I agree. at Oklahoma, he had the best. You guys are messing me up with these drops. <laughs> just, just do it. It's, come on, you're a professional. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going, Zach. He's uh, part of the show. He, at Oklahoma, he had the best recruiting class in the in the country coming in, and a lot of those recruits were out of the Los Angeles area, and 
it's looking like a lot of those Los Angeles recruits that were going to go to Oklahoma are now switching to USC. Oh. So not only is USC getting a very renowned coach, but also um, a five-star QB and a four-star running back have already committed that were at Oklahoma and now are at uh, USC. And it's looking like are, USC... Are they going to Southern California? The weather's just really horrible there. Cocaine, alcohol, and bad bitches? <laughs> 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 oh lord oh man anyway is that the takeaway Zach? <laughs> i guess so also, I, I, also I, I was reading that like players at oklahoma are entering the transfer portal to follow lincoln riley yeah yeah oklahoma That's pretty cool i guess I guess nobody cares. <laughs> no, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, it is cool. It's very cool. Um, it's cool for me. It's pretty good. As the only one from Southern California. Well, I, I support it. And the Pac-12 has been a joke for so long. And exactly. <laughs> well, it's true in terms of college football and everything. And I, I think that them actually bringing back the USC to power will really help their case for making the college football playoff and just. Making the Pac-12 after dark worth watching again. <laughs> the Pac-12 after dark. I'm excited. I think going to games at the Coliseum will be a lot more fun and more lively because I think fans weren't happy for a long time, so people weren't going as much, to be honest. I think there's actual audio of Lincoln Riley trying to kind of get back to the good old days of when they were really dominant. Back in 82, <laughs> I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> so, man, those were the good old days. I just want to say Lincoln Riley is another one of those very young coordinators that was elevated to head coach and turned out to be a superstar. So we're hoping the same thing can happen with uh, Marcus Freeman. Did you see the details of his contract? I know Alex did. Did you, Max? I did not, no. Alex, do you remember the details? Yeah, it's something like $10 million bajillion. They're <laughs> buying his house for like a trillion dollars. He's oh, going to have unlimited. No, but for, for real, they're buying both of his houses in Norman, Norman Oklahoma, for five hundred thousand dollars over asking price, um, he's going to be making what eleven or twelve million dollars a year for ten years. Uh, he's going to have God. unlimited use of the private jet for personal use. Oh, and they're <laughs> and they're buying him a six million dollar house in Los Angeles. How could you say no to that? A six million dollar house in LA, for reference, is like a tiny one bedroom house in Royal Oak. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that bad, I but know. I'm, I'm dramatizing. But. No, it the they were saying that the I unlimited love those D10s. <laughs> is it a I D10? Love those D10s. The unlimited private jet use is a million dollars a year like normally, like just in itself. I love those oh, D10s. <laughs> Thanks for the drops, Max. Really contribute a lot to this discussion. <laughs> no, it's inc- Zach, that's that's it really is incredible. That, that it, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, they really want them. It's I mean, it's clear. As I wish can somebody be. I wish somebody would pay me that. Yeah, wow. Yeah, me too. I've never been wanted that much. <laughs> Why didn't I go into coaching? <laughs> yeah, we chose the wrong field. <laughs> I mean, that's where the money is coaching. I mean, how easy? Just kidding. We chose a great field. Eh. <laughs> Half a million dollars over asking price and an unlimited use of a private jet. Uh, can you imagine? I, I would go to um, Alex. I'd go to Prague to get that steak. At um at um whatever that steakhouse we went to that one time, just for fun. We got a private jet. Who wants to go to Prague for dinner? As family can just go to New York for the weekend. Yeah, oh yeah. Why not? That's so easy. Oh my god, that's incredible. It really is. 
Uh, well, um, that's a lot of college football, but we went through it. Was there anything else, Alex or Zach, that you want to mention? Or Becca, for college football-wise? Fight on, Max. Uh, thank that's you. it. Thank you for that. I have more sports. Okay, second down and nine. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Zach. I have more sports, Dad, but I'm actually, we're not a sports podcast. We are we not should, a sports so podcast. We change it up. Well, no, that's okay. I mean, if, if you want, it's, it's okay. The I, Lions lost, by the way. Yeah, the Lions lost. They horrible. don't know how to use timeouts. Uh, is this the end for Dan Campbell? Two four eight five. <laughs> is this the end for Dan Campbell? Two four eight. Are you listening five. to the Lenny show today? It was hor- I I hate those. Were shows. they talking about Campbell? I'm so tired of it. Yeah. Were they talking about Campbell? I'm so tired of the the should this coach be fired show. It's just like can someone just please be competent so we don't have to worry about Who it. Who doesn't know the fucking timeouts at the end of a game? <laughs> I mean, you had to use those timeouts so precisely, and he didn't. He Did didn't you, know how to use it. Did you see the? Oh, sorry, my. Blake fell asleep. Did you? Oh my god! Did you see? Uh, doing okay. Did you see the play they called on that like third and seven where wait, they needed wait, to Zach, get the stop? Can you say that one more time? My leg fell asleep. Hey, I'm sorry about my thighs, but this is as good as it gets. <laughs> Are you okay? You okay? Are you all right? Hold on. Uh, never mind. Anyway, Becca, uh, I want you to do me a favor. Yeah. Just look at your boyfriend and say, you and I both know this is weird. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, you know, just close your eyes and do it and get it over with it and hope for the best. Uh, I do not appreciate that. Uh. I didn't know how it ended. I just know it started with this. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, so Zach, I'm sorry. You were saying I, what, what was I talking about again? You're talking oh, about Dan Campbell. Campbell. Oh, the third and seven play where the 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 DBs were like ten yards off the line of scrimmage, and they oh, could yeah. just and then one of them was just completely uncovered. They're trying to call a timeout for the third time in a row. <laughs> it was embarrassing. It's a joke, dude. It's a joke. It's so bad. It's so bad. I've never seen. I've. I feel like I've said this before, but really, I've never seen the Lions this low. I mean, this is the lowest of the low. Is there any other time? Even 08. I thought I thought 08 there was more like promise. But like for the future, like oh, we're probably going to get Stafford. And there was promise for a bit. Right now, the Lions are going to get the number 1 draft pick in the only year that there's not a number 1 quarterback <laughs> in the entire draft. That is that is true. I mean, isn't that the most Lions thing ever? I think so. Maybe. It might it might end up working out well because we have a late first round pick and there are some quarterbacks that I think are worth taking a shot on. Maybe not worth a number one overall, but at the end of the first round, I think we gotta try and get a quarterback because golf Wait. has just been awful. He's, I'm not saying it all starts from him, but he is not helping us Alex, at all. He's the worst quarterback in the league. Period. I know. He's the worst he starting quarterback like in the league. Three yards an attempt. It's it's a it's an absolute joke. Look at Goff's stats. I mean, just game by game. We talk about it. We'll send screenshots. Like it, it's the start of the third quarter. Goff's thrown like like thirty yards or something. Yeah. It's just a disaster. But he'll have like those thirty yards. It'll be like fifteen completions or right. something like that. <laughs> that third that third down play. Did you mention that 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 third? No, you didn't mention that. That third down play was what was it? The the third, third quarter. Third and thirty two. Yeah, where they threw that. Screen pass and and by the way, did you know that OJ came out to talk about it? Oh, did he? Yeah, he was talking about the Lions on his Twitter. The great mind of OJ Simpson. He was one of the best. Um, you you know all about it, USC, right? I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Um, a, a great quarterback. Um, he went through some crazy stuff back in the '90s, but <laughs> he was acquitted, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, regardless, he was on. Do you think Twitter. OJ could do a favor for us? I mean, we we could use a new coach. 
Could you imagine OJ coaching? <laughs> no, um, that's not what I mean. Here, um, let me... Wait, what? What do you mean? What do you mean, Alex? What? I, what? I mean, what? it might be nice to have a... There, there could be a job opening, you know, in, in Allen Park. Maybe OJ could help us out. Oh, <laughs> good one. Oh. sitting here watching the game. I don't get it. Detroit is throwing three, four-yard passes. Then <laughs> on third and, like, three, you throw the ball to a guy behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> well, you're not throwing the ball downfield, so all the defense is playing up. They're coming forward. What makes you think a swing pass behind the line of scrimmage is going to gain in the yard. I'm just saying. I don't get it. Just saying. Well, I saw Campbell just saying. Next week. What's, I'm sorry, Alex. What was that? Dan Campbell is still going to be calling plays on offense. It's next absolutely week. ridiculous. Listen, I don't think he should be fired, but I don't think he's the guy for the team. He's working that way. I he's don't, working his way to being fired. That's I for don't, sure. I don't think he should be fired. I but but I don't think he's the guy who's going to turn this team around, quote unquote. I don't think he's ready to coach in the NFL. It is hard to win a game in the NFL. It's the hardest league to win in any in the world. And well, it it doesn't help that you're an idiot sometimes. Well, sure, of course. And people, you know, what? people are going to get. I was talking about you, Max. It doesn't help that you're an idiot sometimes. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off, asshole! It doesn't help. First of all. Dan Campbell. Uh, he said that he was going to beat me up if I get following him. Called me a bitch. <laughs> it doesn't help Dan Campbell where he he's very erratic. He's very eccentric, and and he people bought into it like, oh yeah, this is it. You know, I mean, what what was it? I mean, I'm sitting up standing. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. <laughs> and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. I played him backwards, but you get it. Yeah. People are going to get sick of that. People are going to think he's just a buffoon. He's just a clown. If he can't back up that stuff with results, you're going to get sick of it pretty quickly. True. Um, but actually, Zach, you mentioned something earlier, earlier today um, that I was curious about that we didn't talk about. But you said that Valeni and Rico were fighting. Oh, yeah. My, I want to uh, hear about this. My pot, they're getting kind of testy. Do you do you think it's a bit or like a shtick thing? Or no, I think they were legitimately arguing. Seriously. It sounds like it. It, it was kind of like, whoa, guys, calm down. What were they talking bit. about? Um, They were talking about, well, they were talking about Dan Campbell. I can't remember the exact context of what they were saying, but Rico was being his normal self. And then he was, um, he, oh, I do remember. He was saying like, oh, what if we bottled up one of the picks and sent them to Miami and we got Tua to come back to Detroit and then the you know, the team's good again. And Valeni didn't want to do that on the show. He was like, let's just fantasy radio. Yeah. Like, it's nonsense because you don't know if Miami's really considering doing that. Sure. You sure. Know? And, and, and Tua has been doing very well uh, recently. And it would be silly for them to um, it'd be silly for them to get rid of him now. At least it seems to me. And they they started arguing a bit, and he was like, "Well, we don't want to do." Lonnie was like, "He doesn't want to do fantasy radio." And then Rico was like, "Well, we just did because I said it." And I was like, "Whoa, oh, what a baby!" Whoa. So I don't know. It's I, the, remember, it's the Valeni show with Rico. Yeah, he doesn't get top billing at all. He doesn't even get second bill, billing. He gets like like <laughs> I don't know. He it's he just sometimes he does not know what he's talking about and he fills it with garbage and he's kind of bad at it sometimes. I'll admit, I'll admit some to you. I used to be a huge fan of Valeni um, when he was with Terry. When he didn't have Terry. When he was with Sully with, as the producer. He wasn't a co-host. He was a producer. Sully was great. But ever since Rico got on, I just... 
I, I don't know. It's not a fun show to listen to anymore. I don't. I don't. It's not enjoyable to listen to. I don't agree with that. I I think they are the best show on ninety seven one still. Um, no, I think they're the, not better than Carson Anderson. See, I don't think so. I think Carson Anderson are just like there to be there sometimes, and I don't like what they do. Like sometimes they'll dr- say something. I'm like, wow, that you know that was kind of insightful. But most of the time. I'm just like, okay, they're talking about what's the best chip I had over the weekend. But or it's fun! But it's fun! BS like that. But it's fun! It's I know good lunchtime Vol- talk. <laughs> I know Valenny makes fun of that shit. I get it. And But I would want somebody to actually have a take and give me something new, and I feel like they don't do that sometimes. Okay. And they're also very vanilla. Like, both Karsh and Anderson like to play it in the middle and blah, blah, blah. They and, can be. And and sometimes Lenny gets annoying when he, like, polarizes you one way or the other. And it's it, it can be annoying. But sometimes you, like, need that. Like, I also think Rico's just a bad radio host. I don't think he's made for the radio. He does. I, I've listened to his podcast before. He actually does a pretty good podcast. He doesn't stumble over his words as much, and he sounds like he actually knows what he's talking it's about. Probably super produced. But the, the I'm sure it the is. issue is is Valeni doesn't like to talk. Uh, this is probably we're probably getting really in the weeds now. But I don't Valeni, care. Valeni doesn't like to talk about Michigan State because MSU is not as powerful as the Lions or U of M or you know Harbaugh. It's yeah. not as it doesn't get as many viewers. And Rico, all Rico really knows is Michigan State football and basketball. And he's really knowledgeable on it. And if you listen to him talk about it, like on his podcast, when he's specifically talking about those things, like you're like, wow, that was, you know, that was actually worth listening to. But then when he starts talking about the Lions, it's just like he hates the Lions for whatever reason. And everything about them is is very, and it's to the point where you're just like, dude. We get it. You don't like the Lions, but can you like have a nuance to your take? Yeah. Like it's normally just like, oh, well, they're back to being as bad as they always been. Sure. Everyone in this like world knows they're back to being as bad as they've always been, but have some nuance, you know? Know what you're talking about. Back it up with some stats or something, you know? I get <laughs> it. Really not- Do some show prep. No, I agree with you. I doubt he does much show prep. I don't. I, I can't imagine. I, sometimes I don't feel like the the host show does much so show prep. Probably not. Probably not. They, I don't. Valenny always says he doesn't like to get into the weeds. Like he doesn't like to do like a lot of stats or like geeky stuff, is yeah. what he calls it. Yeah. But sometimes I like that. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, like I would like someone's actual take on what's happening and some like, you know, it's nuance, it's new. You know, I don't know. I'm not the. I I, I feel like maybe I'm not the standard listener. Who's just driving home trying to no, make I, it back? You know, they probably want to. You make are it their so demo. That, you're their demo. You're the listener they're trying to get. They're probably trying to get people just driving home from work or whatever they're doing. But they want repeat listeners. I, well, I'm definitely a repeat listener. I, I joked with Becca earlier today or yesterday. I was like, you know, the Spotify unwrap thing that just came out, and everyone was posting it on their story. Like, oh, yeah. these are my top, you yeah, know, yeah, artists. Yeah. These are my top <laughs> songs. I was like, I don't this care. Would... Why do people post that? Who cares? Oh yeah, it's a, it's obnoxious. And no of one, nobody obnoxious. cares. But I, I, I literally, we were in the car, and I was like, this would be my Spotify unwrapped, and I just cranked it up, and it was Valenny talking. <laughs> <laughs> my, my top show on Spotify wrapped was Dan Patrick because I replaced Valenny with him. Really? Go. Interesting. What was that background? I was just saying that Zach walks around like in his apartment with his earpods in, just listening to that show. 
I, it's just that's just Zach's ritual. I do the same thing with Drew and Mike. I have yeah. I have five three hour shows to get through every week. I have fifteen <laughs> hours of content that I don't Jeez. like to listen on more than one time speed. Really? So, oh yeah. I love times two. I can't do it, man. I, I can't. love no. times two. Oh, it's so I no no no. I almost like it's it. Aggravating. I almost it like is it. aggravating. I almost All, like, you're like almost like you're always aggravated. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Lenny's podcast. But um, it, I always it was. It was true. Um, I listen. I like to listen. He pod feed. Pod feed. Very true. Valenti <laughs> pod faded. How embarrassing. He uh, pod faded on two pods. Yeah, that's true. Both were good. His gambling one was good. I really liked that. I one thought so Saudi, too. Cash the ticket. That's what it was. Good. Yeah. Football so you like two times better. Two well, I almost like listening to Valenti starting at four because he normally starts at two. Yeah. But if you start listening to him at four, you can listen to it at times two speed, and it also skips the commercials. Oh, that's which nice. is nice. Yeah. So it's like a little different when you're listening to live radio. If you listen to it times two and you skip the commercials, it's like I get my the whole show done in less than two hours as opposed to being a four-hour show. So, I, If you're listening out there in radio land, you need to listen to us at 0.5 speed. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll to just... really get all of our takes. We're just <laughs> chock full of information. We're just absolutely hammered at 0.5 speed. I'd love to hear that, what I just said, at 0.5 speed. So people... 0.5 speed. The lions today. <laughs> Just sucked again. <laughs> um, Antonio Brown, AB, he's suspended for three games for lying about COVID something, something or another. He, he, he His vaccination he, status. Oh, yeah. He, no, he faked his vaccine card, didn't he? Yeah, he sent Didn't he pay $500 to try to get a fake vaccine card? Were there text messages revealed? I don't know. I didn't read the whole story. There were text messages revealed about him faking the vaccine card and trying to buy one for 500 bucks. So he's bye-bye for at least a few days. Um, but that's AB. He's Crazy just, cat. He's a menace, dude. But I, I also, but I would I, not the want him on is free, people. <laughs> I would not want AB on my team. This is also ridiculous. He got suspended for three games. Aaron Rodgers got like a $17,000 fine, which is like nothing. Well, is faking a vaccine card more egregious than... lying than... about your vaccine it's, status? That's like... Like the same thing, right? Well, they're both bad. I don't know which. Like, well, one got a seventeen thousand dollars fine, which to Aaron Rodgers, who makes forty thousand dollars a year, or um, Antonio Brown, who got suspended for three games without pay, which is like not only more of a fine, but he also loses out on three games worth of playing. Maybe it's a race thing. Do you think the NFL's racist? Two, four, eight, five, three. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess I don't want to speculate because that's no fun. But oh, I imagine that is, that's, that's the most fun, Alex. Go ahead, please. But I, I imagine you. Aaron Rodgers had to prove his vaccination status somehow, right? Because they have so many. Like if Antonio Brown did, I imagine Aaron Rodgers did. So wouldn't they have known that he was unvaccinated? I, I don't know. That's a good because point. the whole the whole thing about Aaron Rodgers being unvaccinated was that if you're unvaccinated, you have to go through a whole bunch of different protocols with practice and just media availability and all kinds of things and aaron Rodgers was going through all those protocols as if he was vaccinated but alex so, is it because he's aaron Rodgers and they're not going to question aaron Rodgers because he's the star he's one of the stars of the nfl no so i'm reading this right now and that's what i'm asking they're well, saying I think, I think that's a huge point they're I saying agree. that the nfl actually knew Rodgers wasn't vaccinated because right, but then why didn't they make him do the protocols like he was unvaccinated? See, that's, yeah, I don't know, because he is a star and he can do whatever because he wants. I assume the NFL knew he was unvaccinated. Because he, Alex, he has different rules, period. It's, it's all it is. Yeah. And Antonio, Which is bullshit, but it's true. But Antonio Brown, they literally thought he was vaccinated because he sent them a fake vaccine card. 
So that's right. where the difference is. Okay. It's just mind-boggling that someone would like go through the effort of just completely lying. It just I don't know. I don't know. That's just crazy. What, You're not putting a- that shit in my body. <laughs> yeah. Well, just I don't know. Like he went through the hassle of having to get a faked vaccine card. Like, I just feel like that's silly. Uh, well. Believe me, there's a lot of things that AB has done that I think is very silly. Throwing a bike at the uh, security guard gate of his community. He threw um, um, candy uh, penises at his ex-girlfriend. That was a huge thing. And his baby mama. Yeah, his baby mama. Yeah, that was a mess. Um, he he does. He's on cameo. He's he's horrible on cameo. He's very unenthusiastic. He just makes bad decisions. He's nuts. Wow. He's nuts. That sounds Um, bad. Alex, are you – well, actually, it's it's almost 9 o'clock here tonight. But what's going on right now on ABC tonight? Did you know that you could murder somebody and all of a sudden you get a prime time special on Thursday night on ABC? Oh, man. Isn't you that incredible? Like this topic. I don't care. Alex, this is incredible. He has a prime time special on ABC with – George Stephanopoulos. Is that really? <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at her show sheet right now. And he has Stephanopoulos, and then he has like a bunch of letters at the end. I'm like, is this actually how you spell his name? I don't know how to spell <laughs> But let me, let, can I play the, the teaser? I, I, For I Alec feel, Baldwin's interview feel, on ABC tonight. Yes. Correct. But I just feel like they're making a, it's like they're taking advantage of this situation to trying to get viewers. Oh, absolutely. And, well, yeah, Shameless. but. but yeah, 100% shameless, but Alec Baldwin shot a gun at somebody, but apparently that's not true anymore. Yeah, wait, they'll play the promo. All the right. promo's actually kind of great. All right, here we go. She was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired. He always getting a little emotional. There she is. There's Helena working the camera. I mean, even now, I find it hard to believe that. It just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem real to me. You haven't said much in public since that tragic accident. Why speak out now? For the first time. I think the big question, and the one you must have asked yourself a thousand times, how could this have happened? There he is, hunched you over. Described it as a one in a trillion shot, and the gun was in your hand. How do you come to terms with that? He is it wasn't just in breaking the down for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. <laughs> I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What? What? Did think what? what How did a real bullet get on I that set? That. I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun. A bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the We have to find the real murderer! <laughs> How do you respond to what? actors like George Clooney who say that every time they were handed a gun, they checked it themselves? Your emotions are so clearly so right there on the surface. You felt shock. You felt anger. You felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? Oh, what's he going to say? You're not a victim, but is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I think back, and I think of what could I have done Alec Baldwin, unscripted, the newsmaking special event, tomorrow night at 8, 7 central on ABC, and stream on Hulu. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, he didn't pull the trigger. He did not pull the trigger, according to him. According to him, yes. No, 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 no. I would would never point a gun at somebody and pull the trigger. No, 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 no. So, so this must be an incredible gun. Not only was, was that gun there pointed at somebody, 
But it's it's the only gun in the world that goes off without pulling the trigger. I mean, it's an incredible coincidence. It's pretty wild. I don't know. <laughs> what did it, how, I would love can, to see, what did he think happened? I know I, the, the answer to that question. Zach, how would can be super interesting? How can anyone believe him? How can anyone sit here and say, "Oh yeah, no, I I believe you. You didn't pull the trigger." He he's literally saying that. I don't know. I'm, how, I'm sure it's just a teaser to get you to watch it. Alex, it's that's been headline news since the teaser's been out for for 2 days. I mean, he's saying he didn't pull the trigger now. Is this Metaphorically, a... he did not. He, on purpose, did not do that. I'm, I'm metaphorically a millionaire. That's my... That, I don't know. Well, like <laughs> his character pulled it or something? Yeah. No, no, is like... Oh! <laughs> no, Alex! Like, meta, like, I mean, like, he didn't intend for that to happen. Like, he didn't set that up so that that was going to happen. You know what I mean? Well, he may not have set it up, but... I. That's what I mean. He he still metaphorically. Pulled the... Physically, he... I mean... Alex, I, I think Alex is right on. It was my character. <laughs> Don't you know my character? I was playing it out. Sounds like a... Sounds like a... South Park skit. <laughs> that does sound like a South Park skit. I can't believe this is happening. I, I really can't believe this. I'm going to watch it. I don't like Alec Baldwin. I will say that. I don't care. I don't like him. I've never liked him. And it's not nothing to do with his politics. I just think he's a bad actor. And I think he's annoying. So that's just me. But I'm going to watch it anyway because I just I, I have to hear what's happening. So I'm falling right into the trap, I guess. How did he not pull the trigger and she Let ends up dead? I will let you know. <laughs> I would like to know, yeah. Did you um, watch the new South Park, by the way? You think I watched South Park? Uh, I guess that was directed towards Zach. <laughs> no, I didn't. I wish. Alex, I did. did you watch it? Not yet. Can Can you guys do me a big favor and watch it this weekend? I, I really have to admit, and this is coming from somebody who's one of the biggest South Park fans and wasn't the biggest fan of their latest seasons. I thought this was the best episode they've put out in a long time. In a long time. I was dying laughing. I thought it was so, so funny. I haven't had a good laugh like that in a long time. So it was just Since, perfect. Uh, well, the, com- the comedian we saw. Oh, Bill Burr. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Burr. Yeah, that was good, too. That was good. But you have to have Paramount <laughs> Plus for the South Park. So if you don't have Paramount Plus, I recommend getting it. I don't want to pay for that. You See, that's ridiculous. Get the free trial and, and cancel that. Is there a way I can get it without Paramount Plus? I don't think so. It's not so. on Hulu? No, and I will not be watching it. Yeah, sorry. Oh, just, just I'm not gonna buy Paramount. Then Plus. get a free trial. Give and cancel your it. Access account. That's not worth it. Uh, Alex, come on. Much. Alex, you can buy Paramount Plus. Give me a break. Come on, it's no, I'm worth taking it. Taking a stand. <laughs> taking a stand. Okay, what? What's your password, Max? I, I don't know. Say it on the air so I, everyone I can. I don't know. watch it. You don't know. Yeah, you probably won't even hit your viewership max. It's not my account anyway, so. Oh, oh, oh! I see. (laughs) So he's making us buy it, but he doesn't even pay for it himself. Well. Wow, Max. Hypocrisy. Regardless, just get the free trial and cancel it. So. Whatever. I I don't know if you can ever trust a single thing Max says again. I'm sorry to our listeners. It's a family account. I'll say that, but it's not mine personally. But it's a family. Or your family's. Yes. So it's not Marta's? No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. No. I don't think she has Paramount Plus. It's my parents. They got it. My mom wanted to watch <laughs> the mean, New South Park. I mean, it's still bad. It's still bad. My mom wanted to watch the New South Park. Good so she her. got it. And it was hilarious. She thought it was hilarious, too, I think. Anyway, I thought it was perfect. I, I, I highly recommend it. But, of course, after the Alec Baldwin special, uh, which <laughs> I think is a little more uh, uh, important, I, I should say, for viewing. Um, well, there is a ton of Christmas stuff coming up. I mean, we're going to be getting into the holiday season. 
Um, it's December 2nd, so we have, what, 23 days of shopping left before Christmas is here. And, um, and with all those shipping delays, you got to get it ordered now. I ordered yeah, right. Zach's gift, and it's on the way, and I'm proud of myself. Really? Yep. What is it? I, I didn't know they sold coal online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what a burn. Honest, I'm a big fan of Macy's, so I got some nice things for Zach on Macy's. Things that he likes that are usually expensive for a pretty good price, I'd say. Ooh, a little. For my med school budget. <laughs> a little sleuthing for some good deals. Is it, is it close? Because Zach really needs to yeah, upgrade is, his style. Yeah, it is close. Excuse me. It's close. It's stuff <laughs> wow. that he likes. That's a, that's a shot, Alex. Yeah, but Cyber Monday sales, I got some good deals and oh, affordable for me. Good little friendly ribbing. Always good <laughs> to fit it in when you can. There is... Uh, thank you, Alex. I appreciate it because I agree. Um, but there is this, uh, which is very different and something that I didn't even know existed. Chipotle's cilantro soap. It has sold out. But did you have any idea this existed? This was even out there? Do you eat it? So to, to some people, no, does it just it. smell like soap? It smells Ch- like cilantro. Chipotle's latest product has cilantro in it, but you can't eat it, and it won't find, and you won't find it for sale at restaurants. The fast casual chain announced Thursday, that's today, that it is selling cilantro soap for eight dollars a bar online at chipotlegoods.com while supplies last. Uh, you're welcome, Chipotle, by the way, for that free plug. Made with real ingredients, this 100% real soap. <laughs> 100% real soap bar is the perfect gift for cilantro lovers and haters alike. Why would you want to get it to a cilantro, I love cilantro. hater? I, I know people who hate cilantro. Oh, Tastes I like love soap it. to them, which well, is kind of go. interesting. Maybe that's why. So, uh, Chipotle <laughs> hinted at this. I love cilantro too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Extra cilantro on my burrito, please. Chipotle hinted at the cilantro soap in August when it was posted when it posted a mock package on Instagram, which garnered more than. Uh, 22,500 likes. The chain says this inspired the launch of the real soap to delight super fans and amplify the conversation. I, I didn't know people were having conversations <laughs> about this. Wow. Man. It's, uh, it's sold out, by the way. It is sold out. It oh. is sold out. I just went to the website. I'm looking at the box right now. On the back, it says, do not see, do not eat soap, LOL. I, uh, darn. I needed to Christmas shop for Becca. That's a bummer. I'm sorry, Zach. If you got me cilantro soap for Hanukkah, I feel like that'd be the very holidays. not cool. <laughs> so there's also, Alex, you were talking about before the show, the White Castle candle. I, I, I Personally, I'm a huge fan of it. It does smell like White Castle. It's great. Oh, yeah, because my, my question, based on this Chipotle soap, well, first of all, I just have a stupid joke of, to some people, does it just smell like soap? <laughs> nice. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, the response. But what restaurant would you most want to smell like? In and out question. burger. I've had In and Out Burger once in my life and I loved it. I'd love to go back. Animal style. When I was in high school, after every ballet class, I got in and out because it was right really? next door. Oh. Contradictory. <laughs> Alex, Alex, I actually went with Alex. We went to the furthest most eastern in and out burger in the country it was in texas it was just east of dallas but man, some people don't fun. like in and out they think it's overrated i love it i don't know i've never had it i'd love to go back like I'd love to. that's what you want to smell like well, i don't know i feel like to be nice <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're talking about fast food i don't know any any restaurant any dish any dish i guess ice sure. cream i don't know cake a cookie store what does ice cream smell like does ice cream really have much of a much of an odor 
Freshly baked cookies, maybe. Freshly baked cookies. I think an, ice, an ice cream store has an odor. I think the store has an odor, Alex, but not only actual. Or an aroma. Well, that's that's because they're making those waffle cones. I'd like yeah. to smell like a waffle cone. Now that's up there. That would be good, you know? What about like a Taco Bell? No. No, that's depressing. Cheesy gordita crunch. That's a, that's a repellent. <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> Although I would like to smell like White Castle. And I feel what like about, that's also repellent. What but about, I just love White What about Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A. It doesn't have a scent. I don't think that has much of a scent either. I might go with like Starbucks, a nice coffee flavor. Ooh, that's good. Oh, that's cheating, Alex. Why? That's cheating because that's not fast food. That yeah, is. It's Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh, it's I wouldn't call it fast food. Fine, it's Tim not, Hortons. It's no, that doesn't count. No, no coffee. I think coffee is cheating because everyone loves the smell of coffee. The the question is, which fast food restaurant I think would you want to smell like? Well, that wasn't the question I asked. Well, okay. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Then you said dish. Yeah, Does, we're lost. I said what? Well, at first, I, the first question I asked was, what restaurant would you most want to smell like? The Village Grill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of a restaurant that has a really distinct smell. I, I know White Castle does. White Castle has a very distinct smell. I think McDonald's has a distinct smell, too, especially does like pizza, McDonald's fries. Do pizza stores have distinct smells? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'd say so. Like a Jets? Yeah, Jets. Ooh. That'd be gross. Oh, yeah. No, gross. Sapinos. I do like Sapinos the smell. flavored candle. Why would, why would Sapinos be any better than Jets? Jets is just more of a greasier, like, oh, get her, you know, get, what? Her done, get, get her done, get her done sort of just smell. Just a shit ton of grease, get her done, yeah, Jets. At least, at, at least with Sapinos, there's, it's just more yeah, art, artisan. Yeah. Is that the right that's word? That's a good word. More artisan. <laughs> Oh my it's God. more fancy. Sapinos are just more fancy. It's really, really good. Yeah. I've, there's days that I just crave a Jets pizza. That's just how it is. Jets is the best. It is. I don't know. Our friends, it, our friends were joking that they didn't like Jets, and they said it was gross. And I told them then who, who, they're who, just wrong. What friends? No names shall be named. Yeah, our, they're our not med friends school, anymore. Our med school sure. friends. They were like, "Why wouldn't you just get Sapinos?" And I'm like, "Some days you just want a Jets." Who doesn't like Jets? I don't Some know. people don't. People with bad taste. They're not real people. <laughs> are they real people? They're not my friends. No, <laughs> <laughs> where Where are they from? Um, one is from California. One is from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then the oh. other's from Arizona. From Michigan, I would expect like better from the Michigander. Yeah, I know, I know. Hundred percent. I, I, I don't know how you speaking, respect the Jets. Sorry, speaking of Michigander, just to make sure we fit this topic in before we cut out. Yes, please. Is the new Michigan license plate? Have you guys seen oh! this? Alex, I'm all over this. I am. Are you going to get all, one? Hell yeah! Are you kidding me? This is so cool. I absolutely love it. So for it's those of you blue. who haven't seen it, oh, it's yellow and blue. This, can I look oh, it up? But it's you classic. You don't like it, do you? Can I just type it? Here, here, Becca. Can it's, I get a green and white right one? It's right here. It's right here. I think it's just the one color. <sighs> it's so Is navy blue or it's, deep blue? Yeah, it's it's navy blue with uh, the lettering is yellow. That it's looks a, like the original California, or like one of the old California licenses. California was black, It used to be black with yellow writing, but it looks really similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, okay, yeah, it's it's maize and blue. I don't think it's maize and blue. I, 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 I think both colors are not the same colors for U of M, but it is blue with yellow lettering. It's a throwback. This is what you. This is what Michigan had like back in the day, and it mm. said Winter Wonderland. Mm. It's the blue plate. Water dash Winter Wonderland. Winter Water Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, Water Winter Wonderland. <laughs> we'll get it right one time. Is it a Wonderland? Water <laughs> Winter so sure. Wonderland. Uh, it's available for passenger vehicles. Can be purchased as a disability plate as well. 
when purchasing a one-time $5 graphic plate fee is assessed in addition to the normal registration fee. This is an extra fee? Oh, jeez. $5. What a shame. It's available now to order online. So go to your local Secretary of State, tell Jocelyn you want the vintage plate, and you'll get it. You can get it right now, the Water Winter Wonder. Yeah, they've already got it loaded up on the uh, on the website. W- would you get this, Alex? You know, I, I'm thinking about it. It'd be tough because I'd have to get rid of my Spartan head license plate. Um, It'd be a horrible trade. I would definitely be the worst think about trade it. ever. What I wish they would bring back is the is the bright blue one with the white lettering. Oh, that that was like in the '90s in the early the early aughts. Yeah, that was huge. That's my favorite. I do like this one, but that would be my favorite. Would be the bright blue with the white. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna think about this one though. I what about I a dark we'll green see. with some white lettering? This is not a school plate. It's just a classic throwback. It plate. would clash with your Spartan head. That's for sure. They said it used it in 1965, um, and that I guess it's a real throwback from the from the 60s. That's kind of nice. It is kind of Wait, fun. Is that true? Because in the 60s there was a different color every year for the plates, and they eventually got rid of that. But let me see what this says here exactly. Uh, it was the blue plate has been reportedly requested by motorists and collectors for years, and Jocelyn Benson said the plate was used in 1965 when the National Voting Rights Act became law. Uh, okay, well that's what she says. Wow! Wow! Uh, that's pretty cool. I would consider it. I According think to cool. Wikipedia, that is correct. <laughs> no, Zach, from 62 to 64, we had a white license, license plate with green lettering. See, that would be great. They could give you and, options. Uh, you know what you need to do? 55, it was white on green. Zach, mm. buy a 50. See, that's what I want. Like buy a, a car. Green one with white lettering. Buy a car that is either 1955 or 62 to 64. You can go to a garage sale, find an old plate, and register it, and then you'll have your green plate. I might have to. It's a it's a good idea if you like the color. Just buy a car for that year. <laughs> Sixty. Just buy the car to go with it. Sixty eight. I I've done it before. It sucks. It's like green with with yellow lettering. It's weird. Ew. I know. It's yep, it's different. That's true. Yeah. I'm looking at it like right green now. Green Bay. Nineteen sixty nine was black, I believe, which was really cool. Nope. Red with white. Uh seventy was black then. Am I wrong? Seventy is gold. With ah. Black. Which why year was black? He's just naming this off the top of his head. Who knows this? I know. I know. Sixty six was um was like a like a like an eggshell, like a, like an off white with black. Sixty six. Yeah. Yes. It was, Thank it's you. Called, <laughs> it's called dark blue on buff. Wow. The buff is like an eggshell, and I guess it, it looks dark blue. It's pretty much black lettering. Mm. So we had black in from seventy nine to eighty three. Okay, got it. That's pretty we cool. had the bright blue that pretty I referenced cool earlier from 83 to 07. 83 to 07? That was, a, that was a classic. It really was a classic. Yep. I, I do miss those plates. It's too bad. We had um, a centennial plate from 76 to 78 with uh, red, white, and blue. That's exciting, although they went two years late. late. Sorry. I thought the bicentennial was just one year, not three years, but, you know, just saying. I'd like to talk well, to that Secretary of State from then, please, and talk to them about that decision. I don't agree with that decision. I think it should have been for one year only. But that's I'm sure me. it was a campaign decision. <laughs> um, do you guys want in to get get into this Christmas list, or do you want to save it? Because we could do a Christmas list show in a little, in you know, in a week or so. Yeah, we can do yeah. it next week. <laughs> yeah, let's do it a little closer to Christmas once uh, yeah. some more shopping gets done. We can 
share what we've bought, any interesting things we've come across. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's uh, cut out and let's get on out of here if we're all good. <laughs> That's not going to be our new thing, by the way. We're not no, going to say we're cutting out right now. <laughs> That's, just not, That's just not it. I agree. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> of course you do, Alex. Uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. Tell a friend, tell your family, tell everybody. We always appreciate the business, appreciate the listenership. Alex, where can they find us? Uh, they can find us on Twitter at Cutting Out Early, on Instagram, Cutting Out Early Podcast. Email us, Cutting Out Early Podcast at Gmail. Uh, we've been a little quiet on social media lately. Sorry about that. We'll step it up. We'll step it up. Busy. That, that's on but, us. But you know. That's where you can find us to ask any questions you might have. Can't promise we'll be posting all the time, but uh, but you can at least reach out to us. More than happy to hear from you. And uh, uh, thanks for listening this week. Thank you, Becca, for for joining. That was fun. Yes, yeah, thank you, Becca. Fun. Did you have fun? I have I'm fun. impressed you made it the whole way through. Thank you. There was a time when I was looking on my Sephora app for just for a couple minutes on my phone, <laughs> but for the most part, I had a really great time. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. See ya. Bye.